Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of On The Way Podcast. Uh, today we got Logan and Bashar here for Life Questions Part 2. So I'm excited. I'm excited as well. Dude. This is, I love, I love this series. It's, it's so series, much yeah. fun. 100%. Alright, so just a quick reminder. Bashar and I have prepared two questions each. And uh, we don't know what they are, so it's kind of on the spot thinking. And uh, they're kind of just life questions in general or things Pretty that deep. we're wanting to ask each other. Deep topics. Yeah, yeah deep things. And then, uh, yeah, have a quick little chat about each of them. And then, uh, yeah, so again, it's on the spot thinking, so don't judge too much. <laughs> uh-huh. There you go. Who wants to go first? All right. Um, I'll go first. Right. Sure. Are you ready yeah. to go? I'm ready to answer, dude. All right. Okay. My first question. <laughs> um, so in life, um, I believe that everyone experiences at some point that they're an outcast towards um, society, that they're different and stuff like that. Um, if you've experienced it or you've seen other people experience it, um, how have you been able to dealt with it and, and what are the ways that you have dealt with it? Like finding distractions, um, improving yourself to fit in or not wanting to fit in? Like how, how has that um, been a play in your life? So when you say outcast in society, you mean like like, you know, just either been alone because you you wanting to do something different or, you know, um, just alone because you haven't been, you, you, you haven't found a group of friends like that or whatever. Like just generally, not necessarily about you, but just generally about everyone in society. Like at some point, like I know at some point I felt like I've been an outcast, just been different or different part in life or whatever. But yeah, just how, how have you felt and, and dealt with that in life? Well, I think it's, I think I've experienced some, uh, not loneliness, I don't want to say loneliness is kind of depressed a lot, yeah. but it's more like I've been pretty independent most of my life, right? Like, um, I, moving here to Canada and stuff, mm. I started kindergarten not knowing a single word of English. Yeah. I didn't know anyone, right, besides my family and stuff. So I think I've definitely been like kind of really independent person from, from the start, mm. right? And so... I don't think it's been very negative on me, but obviously there's been some negative instances and there's been some positive, but I think starting at such a young age and stuff like that, it's, it's really pushed me to kind of go out of my comfort zone and interact with people who I have no idea anything about, right? Like starting from such a young age at at, uh, my elementary school and stuff, like I'd have to go out and make friends and stuff, right? So I don't think it was, I don't think it's very negative. And um, I think the way I've dealt with it, obviously, like when I was younger, I'm just, you know, a little kid, right? You just go, you make friends, you do everything that you do in your day and then you kind of move on. But I think as I got older, as I transitioned to soccer and professional clubs and all that, all that kind of stuff, right? And um, higher levels of school, then I think that's when it really, it really hits you a lot more, right? You get to really pick who your friends are and stuff and you are a lot more isolated in that sense. So... I don't know. I know some people, like I know some of my friends have who have experienced some loneliness and some independence and stuff, haven't been able to cope with it very much. And so it's had a negative toll on them, but I don't really, I don't really like get things getting to me too much. Right. So I feel like I'm put in a situation where I'm like, if, if I move to a new school, right. Like I remember I, I did junior high school with, or I guess from kindergarten to grade nine with the same class. Right. So that's like, um, 10 years pretty much yeah. of like pretty much the same people. It was just a small junior high school. 
and um, everyone went to a different high school than I than one that I went to. And so that was, I think, a big moment in my life where I was really independent. I was coming to a high school, I didn't know anyone at all, right? Mm-hmm. My sister was already in a couple of grades ahead of me, but it's, it's different, right? Like yes, at the yeah. end of the day, you're still independent. Especially so, in high school, like great, great dance versus great tolls. Yeah. Big, big like, difference for sure, yeah. 100%. And so I think that's really, I didn't let it get to me, yeah. right? And so the way I coped with him stuff was I really just kind of hit it head on and um, I tried to make it positive, right? I tried to get the best out of it. And so I put myself out there, I focused on my school and uh, I met new people. Obviously with the help of my sister, she made some friends as she was there and like, I got introduced to some of them and their brothers and stuff and so all that. And then I think also reverting to sports has helped me a lot mm. because every sports team that you go on, whether it's an individual sport or or more team-based, it's it really helps you meet people and interact and create those bonds, right? And people that you meet people that have similar interests and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so like High school sports is a big thing for me. I was still in, in club soccer and track and all that stuff outside of school as well. So I was meeting people there and uh, shifting between different clubs helps you meet people too, right? So yeah. I think for me, the biggest coping mechanism was trying to keep a positive attitude, putting myself out there to make friends, to meet new people, to do things on my own and try to get used to having fun and being who I am on my own, right? Because at the end of the day, you can't be around people all the time, yeah. right? Like you can't, you're going to move to new places in the world. You're going to meet new people all the time. You're never going to be around the same people that you know all the time. So I think I didn't, I didn't let it get to me. And I just tried to, I tried to make a little bit the best out of it, to be honest. I think it's a good, good adversity to have is to, you know, f- throwing yourself in a new environment is like one of the most healthy things you can do. Definitely. Yeah. Like it just, you know, it, it gives you a chance to reset the button and, you know, um, reset your past and you know move on from different things and so oh. yeah i think it's it, there's definitely some positives but uh yeah i think there is quite a big difficulty in some people to cope with being an outcast yeah. in, in life and, and and you know especially in high school or during school time type thing it's it's very hard thing to uh to overcome but was when you got into high school and not knowing anybody was your main focus was to get into sports as fast as possible and then meet people that way? Or were you just kind of on it for the ride or were you kind of distancing yourself at first because you were, you didn't know anybody or how did that go? Well, I think at first, like I didn't jump into sports right away, obviously. Right. So I didn't do every sport in high school. I tried to try out for as much as I could or whatever, but mm-hmm. kind of uh, soccer and track and field were my main focus. Right. right. And so um, until those rolled around, I tried to, I tried to do as much as I could, but I'm not gonna lie, right at the start, especially in grade 10, like mm-hmm. new high school, you don't know anyone and stuff, obviously it's a bit nervous, right? Like, Especially at that age. Too, I didn't know how to interact with people as much and stuff besides like the friends that I've been with since kindergarten, right? So like, it was it was kind of hard, right? You have to meet people in your classes, you have to put yourself out there to talk to them and stuff, and it still happens to this day, right? So I, yeah, it was really slow, it was a slow process, but I, I think it turned out pretty well. Like I jumped between different friend groups and stuff, and I found that some people weren't really my, my type yeah. right and so it's not a bad thing you just gotta experience different people different sides of uh of high school i guess in general and mm. and just go from there so yeah i just took it slow was a bit nerve-wracking at the beginning but um for sure yeah. as time goes on honestly you get used to it yeah huh. interesting my okay. turn your turn buddy awesome dude all here right we here we go so my question for you is how have you dealt with negative experiences 
or negative critique and negative comments onto yourself? And how has that influenced your character development within your life? It could be anything. It could be sports, life, school, like whatever. For me, I found that um, my whole life has been generally based around athletics. And so most things that are negative are either from athletics or being influenced from athletics. But I think as time went on and I got older and, and you know, experienced more and, and et cetera like that, I think that I soon realized that, you know, the negative thoughts are going to happen no matter what happens. And it, it could shift day to day. And I, I think that's just normal. And I think everyone experiences that, whether they expose it or not. Um, you know, I think that with athletics, I, I was, you know, when I was four, 12, probably to like 16, I had a lot of like, not sportsmanship issues, but like, I didn't like it when I did bad or, or something like that. I was very competitive. And I think that it kind of exposed me to not dealing with the negatives and learning from the negatives as well. I probably should have been but I think once I kind of got a little bit older I learned to appreciate the negatives and you know take them in and say okay well yeah this happened it sucks but what did I learn from it and I think that was once I started doing that that became the biggest flip for me was that you know moping around and, and being sad about it or angry and stuff like that is fine and it's important to take the time but you can't do it for long or else it's, it's very it's not very beneficial like if you're just moping around, like exactly. saying, oh, this sucks. Like, what did this happen? Like, oh, why did I do that or whatever? Like the longer you do that, the more it's just going to hurt you in the long run. And the faster you can flip it around and turn it into a learning lesson or constructive criticism or whatever, the faster you'll be able to move on and be happy again. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. And I can, I can relate to you in the, in the sense of sports and yeah. that kind of mindset, right? Like I was just... I didn't take too well to failure as well. Yeah. And I've, I've experienced some pretty harsh coaches and stuff in yeah. my in my time in soccer and stuff. And they can really put you down, right? Yeah. Whether it's words or just the way they treat you and stuff. And so yeah. like failure in general, whether someone sees you fail or not, just it hits you hard, right? But yeah. I think I, I really agree with you on your comment about as soon as you flip the switch and you tell yourself that Failure is not something that should be putting me down. It's something I should learn from. Exactly. And you you go on from there. That's definitely when things get a lot better. Like, yeah. that's just, that's something my family really advocated for me as well. Like, growing up and stuff. And that's really, that's really helped turn my personality around. And, like, yeah. it's boosted my confidence a lot. It's helped me really focus on, okay, something bad happened. That's okay. You know, that's just life. Bad stuff is always supposed to happen. But don't think that it's just a loss, right? Take it as a win and learn from it. Yeah. Right? And that's exactly it. Like, it's just, like, as soon as I started doing that, it was 10 times better. Like, yeah. everything was flipped around and, and treated everything way better and moved on with way more out of it than if I would have been moping around and, and being upset about it. Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah, shit's going to happen. Like, it, it's just part of part of life, exactly like you yeah. said. Like, it's just, it is what it is. And, you know, like, one of the biggest um experiences that were super negative for me in, in athletics at least is that I was in U16 and um, that year I podiumed every race except for two and the two is because I fell mm -hmm. and I didn't make the Canada team for this big international race I made the Alberta team which was great as well but I wanted to make the Canada team that year and 
And, you know, that was a super hurtful moment because I was like, well, I deserve to be on that team. Like I should be on that team and everything like that. But then, you know, within a day I was able to switch into like, all right, they didn't put me on that team. Well, I'm prove that I should be on that team. There you go. And I tacked from the back on the Alberta team, which was lower than the Canadian team, whatever, like all this stuff and attacked from the back and then had great results and, and beat most of the guys on the Canadian team. And yeah, like it was just, you know, I was able just to, to prove them wrong. And I think that that kind of opened my mind to, you know, yes, things are going to be negative. So find a way to make it a positive or exactly. try to force it to make it a positive because exactly. it's the same thing in school, right? If you have a bad mark or a bad exam or something, well then figure out how, why it happened and then move on and try to make it better. Yeah. There's no point in wasting time just yeah. spending energy on just why did this happen to me? Like, why God, why, why is all this negative stuff happening to me? Right? Like part of it's your, your fault as well. Right. And so I think you need to really tell yourself that and tell yourself that, no, this is not a big deal. I just need to focus on what to do next time. It's better. And then yeah. move on from there. And uh, yeah, that's exactly it. Like it's yeah. just, yeah. And I just think it's really interesting to reflect on that kind of stuff, right? Like, it's very healthy to do that, really. Exactly. Like yeah. looking back at I don't know how many years and thinking about the major failures and major lessons that you've learned in your life and see how you've grown from them. I think that's really important. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to do at a younger age because you don't really know why things are happening and, and everything like that. But I yeah. think once once you kind of turn 18, like to, to be able to to do that on a daily basis and, you know, realize that the bad things are going to happen and then move on realistically quickly. I think it's a very important step that people need to take. And, Definitely. you know, adulthood is not fun and, and life sucks really, but you gotta, you gotta make the best out of it. Exactly. And so challenging and, and, and moving forward is, is the best you can do. 100%. Yeah. All right, dude. Second right. question. Second question. Everybody. Let's see it. All right. Um, so, uh, I've noticed, this is more of a personal question for you. Good. So I've noticed this summer you've indulged in a lot more new experiences and been trying trying new things outdoor and everything like that. I think a lot more than you have in the past. Yeah. 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 yeah which is awesome. And so I just want to dive in and, and see like those new experiences that you, you've done, what made you want to do that and how have they affected your mood, your, your, your just channel lifestyle? Like with those new things added in, how has that changed everything for you? That's a good question. Um, that's actually really nice to think about. Honestly, I don't, I don't reflect on like how I've grown and stuff yeah. as much as I should. But. So say so why, so why, why have you started doing all these, these new things? Is there a reason or is it just the way the life has? Well, to be honest, like I think in this past, past like couple of years, I've really seen myself grow a lot as a person, right? Whether it comes to school, my career choices, my my life choices and stuff, and um, just kind of where I want myself to be and like who I am as a person, right? And so I think part of that really influenced me to push myself out of my comfort zone and um, really try try new things as much as I can. And I'm not saying all this was independent, right? I, yeah. I've tried a ton of new things and stuff like that, but and I've also been influenced by my family, my friends, and. Mm just other things that I, that happened in my life. Right. So, but a, a big part of it was just kind of the, the overlying decision that, no, I am going to try this new, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So like, to give you some examples and stuff, like, I don't know, I know with COVID and stuff, it's forced a lot of people to do things with their families and on yeah. their own and everything like that. Right. So 
my family personally, we've taken up dirt biking. Nice. And so like, yeah. that's just, that's been a huge part of my, I don't know, character development and like my, like outdoor kind of uh, adventurous type of personality, yeah. right? Like I would have never thought of myself like doing dirt biking, right? Like exactly. I've seen it all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's an intense, intense thing to it take is, up randomly, right? Crazy, like, yeah. like yeah. actually doing it is one thing and then seeing it online is another thing, right? Like, I don't know, it's, it's just amazing, man. Yeah. Honestly, it's just, it's helped me grow so much in terms of like, how to assess safety and um, and stuff and like really like it's really helped like kind of open my mind that to say that there's actually activities out there mm-hmm. no matter how intimidating they may seem there's some fun stuff you can do yeah. right and like it's so it's so healthy like it was just such a good time to go with me my dad and my brother and stuff and just take these dirt bikes and get going man exactly. like teaching my sister how to do it and just we're going with my cousins, you know, at a dirt bike and stuff. We take them and we go camping now and stuff. And it's just such a good experience where you challenge yourself each time. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've fallen a couple of times and stuff. It's been, had some close calls and everything, game. but like, yeah. that's just part of the stuff, right? Like you have to, there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of caution you have to take with, especially with sports like that. But yeah. like, that was just, that's one example of some, a major activity I've taken up. Um, a lot of hiking and stuff I've done as well. And I think mm-hmm. like, a lot of like working out and stuff and like fitness has been a huge um part of my life now especially like and that's been influenced by you guys you and my friends and everything like that right and so like i think just little experiences and uh take initiative to really push yourself out there and try new things like that has really helped me develop as a person and help open my mind out to what's out there and what i could do next right and Another huge thing that's really helped me develop and that's been a huge part of my life right now was my decision to transfer universities, mm. right? So like I was at, I'm at the University of Calgary taking undergrad for architecture because they don't offer architecture as an undergrad there. And cause I know I want to be an architect, but my decision to transfer to a different university, right? I've applied to the two top architecture schools in all of Canada, yeah. right? And I would have never, like going into university, I was really skeptical. I was like, is architecture my thing? Like, I don't know if I'm doing something right. Like, are there different options and stuff? My family was starting to, to help me, right? And like, I was struggling to kind of find my footing. But I think really just putting yourself out there, picking up a book or like reading on different things in your life and trying to learn as much as you can and experience like new things as much as you can really helped me like gain the confidence and learn about who I am and what I want to do with my life, right? Talking to people in the profession, everything. And like, I would have never gone out and like talk to other people and stuff. I was more of an introvert and stuff, but yeah. now I'm, I'm developing more personality to go. And like, if I want to make a decision in my life and if I want to try something new in my life, I need to gather as much information. How do I do that? I can't just sit at home and do no. and hope for it to come to me, right? I have to go out, talk to people, ask questions, read on stuff, experience things, right? Whether it's like physical activity or it's educational, right? And so like, that was a huge part of what influenced me and my decision to stay in architecture and stuff. And I got accepted, right? I got accepted to the, one of the best uh, architecture schools in Canada. And so like, that's just really been one of the biggest pivotal moments in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think like once I actually transfer and things get going, like it's going to be such a good experience to look back on and like yeah. learn from. So pretty much to kind of generalize your question, like honestly, I think, I think it's been really important to put myself out there. And I, I guess it has been a bit more of a spontaneous kind of thing, but it's also, it also stems from your question earlier about like, how do you reflect on, on different things, right? Um, 
I I haven't always had the best experiences with trying new things and that. And so when I reflect on myself and I say this is not the person I want to be, yeah, that's really helped me go and strive for trying new things. To be honest, so that's that's my answer to the question. Excellent. Yes, sir. All right, time for my last one. There you go. Question two. Okay. Um, my question for you is, what was your first taste of success and how has that influenced your life and your behavior? Yeah, take a moment to think about it. That's definitely a hard one, eh? I think for... It's kind of weird, but... The way that I think I see success isn't necessarily from like an award or like a win or something like that. I think I, I see success as improvement, whether it's it's based off of a negative or based off of a positive. And so I think that, um, again, based off athletics, as athletics is pretty much the whole life right now. Yeah. Um, the wins have always and the the success has always been based off of of hard work i think knowing that you know i was able to achieve success based on how hard i worked because even if i didn't necessarily perform or or get the win or the success i previously wanted i knew that the hard work that i put in was just as valuable as a medal or or, or something like that and so in athletics, like from pretty much second year 14, um, say I kind of 13, 14 years old till now, like hard work has been my number one goal and, and driving force. Knowing that if I put in the hard work in the off season and going into the season, that eventually it will catch up to me and pay off and, and, and give me success. Type thing. And so, I, I'm not sure if I'm able to pinpoint a, a, an exact the first success because there's, you know, there's walking yeah. and then there's like that's a success <laughs> and then there's all these other things that are awesome. But I, the, the most meaningful things is just, you know, knowing that I put in the hard work and then it, it, it's finally paid off. Like that, for me, that is the most satisfying thing ever. Like there's there's been workouts for sure that, you know, I'm, I'm puking on the side between the two minute rest between the sprints or, you know, I cramp in between the sets of squats or something like that, you know, like a blackout after the workout. Like there's so many of those little experiences where I'm like, yeah, that's, that sucks. Like that's not very good. But yeah. then, you know, later in the season, you, it pays off. you win races, you, you yeah. win chance, like you win titles, whatever you get scholarships somewhere, right? Like it, knowing that the hard work has paid off, that, that that's the number one, that's the biggest kind of success I think I've ever experienced is just knowing that the hard work gave me this and it wasn't just given to me. I think that, and that's the way I approach my life right now is that I know that I'm not going to get what I want in life unless I work extremely hard and debatably harder than the guy next sitting next to me. Exactly. Right. Like there's always going to be someone ahead of you and there's always going to be someone behind you, but it's, if you can outbeat them, outwork them, Right. You know, like the rock always says, he says, like, you can walk into any room or any gym. I will always be the hardworking, the hardest working guy in the room. Right. And for me, that just sinks in right away. It's like, damn, like this guy's worth like $300 million. And like, 
he can do whatever he wants and like you know one of the highest paid actors and everything like that but yeah like he's also up at four o'clock in the morning does three three hours of working out eats massive breakfast or whatever and then goes to work and has a blast and lives the life he wants right but he's working the hardest exactly right and that's the thing is like all these big people and, and very successful people will say exactly the same thing it's, it's all about hard work and commitment and so yeah again back to the success it's like they're successful because they put in the hard work yeah and, and that's that's what it is that's a huge thing honestly yeah and um i agree, I agree with you that 100 percent. like i don't think when i answer that question i don't know if i expected an answer like in terms of an actual experience yeah. right because like like you said it's it's not a bad thing to to have that as as like your answer to that question or to have multiple different success yeah. successes in your life be like the pinnacle moment of your life right so like I, I i completely agree with you on that and to be honest like i 100 relate to the fact that like there's people out there like i guess for your for your instance in sports and stuff right you're always pushing to a higher goal you're always pushing to better yourself and to catch up to the people ahead of you and to stay away from the people behind you bro. Yeah. because the people behind you are just as hungry as you are and they're exactly. looking to get there man so you just can't let them and that's in life too you know like university programs are competitive there's always someone that's 100%. come that's going for that 4.0 and trying to do as many volunteer hours and and this and that and this and that and they're trying to compete with you yeah right and so um yeah i think i've actually thought of one like super meaningful success go ahead so in my first year u16 so i was 14 15 type thing i had a horrible year i i i was horrible i was i didn't i didn't make any of the the, the teams the elective teams i had i didn't really podium in years I, I i had a horrible year and my coach that year he told me that um it was the last race of the year type thing and i shit the bed and i, I was doing horrible like i was down in the group and i wanted to quit pretty much and he, he kind of told me, he's like, Logan, this year we're, we're building the cake up. We're building it up, building it up. We're building up the layers. We're building the seven layer cakes. We're getting your technique down. We're building the mental, everything. And next year, we're going to come back and eat that cake together. And then the next season, exactly that. I won every single race. All right, I podiumed every single race except for the two I fell. And then won the overall title in Alberta. I did great at national. Like I, 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 I won a scholarship to Alberta Alpine. Like I had, I had an amazing year and an unbeatable year. Like it was incredible. But he was right, right? Like it, it was the process and the hard work that next summer, because that next October I was doing two hundred meter sprints and blocking out on the tenth corner after doing tens reps, right? Like that that year going in it was just hard work, hard work, hard work all summer, and it was it was the mentality of that it was if I work hard now it's gonna happen, and it did happen. Exactly. And from now on, it, it was it was that switch that was you know if I work hard, it's gonna come. That's such a good that's such a good example. Bro. It's honestly, crazy. That, I was so good to hear. Honestly, it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing, man. All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we we were able to do this. And that, was a good, that, was good that was good. That was good. Yeah, I had a good time reflecting. I think it's really helpful. So part two is now done. Perfect. Uh, part awesome. one is on uh, Spotify and YouTube. And uh, look out for part three later this month. It's uh, Mr. Fatty. Coming up with Fatty, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll be continuing this mini-series of uh, life questions uh, in the near future. Sounds good. Um, yeah, perfect. All right. Beauty. Awesome.